Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to our Sunday, October 5th, 2014 edition of Beyond the Gate Radio, where we and our guests take you beyond the gate. I am your host tonight, David Baker, and Sherelle is our co-host. Welcome, Sherelle. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm excited for the show tonight. How are you doing tonight, David? Awesome. Awesome, as always. That's all I recognize, so that's why I'm always happy Good lucky. <laughs> Thank you very much. After all, it is the energy that you feed into that works for you the best. So uh, this coming Saturday, we have a uh, repeat guest coming on, Sandy Wells. She's going to promote her book, The Haunted. And on Sunday, we have Psychic Jeff will coming on. But tonight, we have a special guest, Ray Setti. And Ray's fascination with the metaphysical and a deeper understanding of life began in his teenage years, perhaps even earlier, while he was searching for a greater knowing of himself and the universe around him, but his actual study of the metaphysical, or more accurately, guidance of life's possibilities, didn't take off until his university days. Ray's knowing of metaphysics and spirituality is a tool for our creation and understanding of events in our lives and how each of us creates all that comes to manifestation in our lives and our undivided connection to each other and all things in the universe. These tools are important to anyone who chooses to seek the answers to life's questions and to realize not just to conceive but to achieve the potential in each of us. Information people receive from the metaphysical and spirit can be used to understand life, how we create it, and how to learn from the choices we've made by making better, more insightful choices in the future. These tools don't exactly provide answers. More accurately, they provoke questions in the users to better provide themselves with their own answers by reminding them of the, and showing them the potential past for the future. Ray's book, 12 Dimensions to the Human Potential, is something you all should read. Additionally, his website, which we also be posting in the chat room, is www.astrologyray.com. And his Twitter is at uh, P-S-Y-C-H-I-C R-A-Y, or at Psychic Ray. That's his Twitter account. And in addition, all that information is posted on the radio website there in the bio section. If you like our show, please press the follow button if you don't already follow it. And for more information about us, check out my website, David, uh, mediumdavidb.com. That's www.mediumdavidb.com. Yeah, I don't even know my own website. <laughs> I don't have to search for it, it's safe, but www.astrologyray.com is his website. Now, without further ado, welcome, Ray, to Beyond the Gate. 
Stand by, we're having a little technical difficulty with that. Let's try it again. Hello, Ray. Welcome to the show. Hi, David. Hi, David. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. It's our pleasure. So, apparently, you have a lot of uh, remarkable experience behind you, being an astrologer, and apparently, you seem to be, a, you know, a metaphysical teacher because you have a lot of knowledge and wisdom here. Very diversified experiences and tools that you have and use. Could you? Tell us uh, a little bit more about yourself before we start asking some questions. Sure. You know, one of the things that I've always, ever since I was a very young child, I always had a a great desire to be a teacher in some sort of way. When I was younger, I always thought it would be traditionally in a school system. However, as I've allowed myself to really experience who I am and my own potential, I've really come to know that I'm, I'm much more... Um, than a traditional teacher. You know, I I believe that if I can share what I have come to know and if I can share my experiences and how I've overcome some difficulties, some adversities in my life, I think that's being one of the greatest teachers that I could possibly be. You know, and my desire is to reach as many people as I can, to inspire as many people as I possibly can. I really believe that we have to share love and really spread love, especially right now. You know, there's such... There's such a surge of heaviness that's coming to the surface right now in the world that that's also surrounded by a tremendous amount of fear. You know, something I just recently talked about in my recent forecast, we have a couple of um, eclipses coming up in the month of October. And, and there's a tremendous amount of energy that's being shifted as also as well as being released. And one of the things every one of us, is, uh, is is going to be given the opportunity to release this fear, you know, and that's one thing that I've, I'm, even to this day, I mean, I've, I've been doing this my entire life, I find myself needing to be aware to release fear so that I can get to that next place in my own experience. And, and if I can just inspire one person, if not a million people, then you know what, I, I think I'm doing my job pretty well. Oh, yes, most definitely. You don't sound like a person that believes. You sound like a person that knows. Yes. yes. Well, I, you know, and I, I've, I, I've come, I've come, you know, it's taken me a long time to get to this place of knowing. However, you know, I, I, would, I would always emphasize that every one of us can get to that place of knowing. We just need the, the, the desire to do so. You know, I've always had such a great desire to really understand first certainly why I'm here but also to how we can overcome adversity challenges any sort of difficulties and with that desire that's certainly what will lead every one of us to that place of knowing and you know I always say to every one of us we can we can certainly get there we just need the desire to do that I certainly agree and I noticed that you believe that information people receive from the metaphysical and spirit can be used to understand life, how we create it, and how to learn from the choices we've made, you know, by making uh, better and more insightful choices in the future. Now, what about, there's, you know, this is a a world of some people not quite understanding, some people are in a shadow and they're stuck in it, could be through mental disorders or it could be not knowing or negative things. Just can I ask you, in your opinion, what is the cause and or solution to mental disorders as referred to what you do here? You know, certainly this topic is beyond the scope of what we can cover at the, in this conversation tonight. So I will do my best to paraphrase and, you know, keep it as simple as I possibly can. Also, you know, I, I, I recommend everyone to really come to their own knowing, whether it's about this or anything else for that matter. You know, what I'll be sharing with you really has come from my own experiences, what I have observed as a metaphysician, as a, as, as, as a spiritualist, but also as, as an intuitive. And we, we don't come from the physical world. We come from spirit. And metaphysically and spiritually, we understand whenever there is an imbalance in our physical lives, the imbalance originates from spirit. Many times we don't recognize how 
certainly very connected we are to everyone and everything. And many times we don't recognize how much negativity really does latch onto us, for, for lack of a better way of explaining it. And when there's an accumulation of that negativity, it certainly can have an interference with our well-being. Now, it's, uh, mental. anyone who does experience some sort of a mental imbalance, certainly that's an extreme. You know, that comes over a lifetime of accumulating negative energies. Many times it's, it, it begins when a child is very young because of the surroundings that they are brought into. For example, if, if a young child comes into an experience where a parent is an alcoholic, the alcoholic, that type of a personality attracts a tremendous amount of dark, negative energies, entities, if you will, which can certainly latch on right. to a young child who, is, who comes in with a very clean slate. You know, every, every one of us, I believe, is, is psychic. I, if anyone has ever um, listened, to any, any, listened to me speak or has ever come to any of my events, one of the first things that I always emphasize is that I personally, I don't believe that I have a quote-unquote gift. I believe that I have a very very strong ability that every one of us um, can demonstrate. However, because of what it is that I came here to do, my connection with these, um, with the spiritual realm might be a little bit more clear. And when we come into this world, if you look at a little baby, how they interact with things that are seemingly like they're not there, they're really interacting with spirit. They're also very sensitive to its surroundings. It, it, it's the same thing as when a child learns how to speak. They're picking up the, the language, they're hearing the language, and they're processing the information. The same thing can happen when a child uh, picks up energy. And if the energy is very, very heavy, very, very negative, it can certainly latch onto the, to, onto the child. And when this al allows itself to be experienced over many, 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 many years, it certainly can get to an extreme. You know, many of us don't recognize this. Many of us do not recognize how toxic negativity really is. These are extreme cases that I'm referring to. However, you know, every one of us can be affected by negative energy, and we don't, and we don't necessarily realize it. I agree with that. I really do agree with that, Ray. Um, some people say if you just, not necessarily, um, if you just speak it, sometimes that creates that um, that wave in that area. You know, if you're speaking negativity in a room or something like that mm -hmm. and someone walks in, then the other people that are walking in can feel it. Uh, absolutely. You know, our our words are very powerful. The, the creative process certainly begins first with our thoughts, and then the next step of that creative process is is the words that we speak, and and certainly the words have a tremendous amount of power, you know. And and again, so much of this, you know, there's so many facets to this, which, as I said, you know, it's really beyond the scope of what we can cover tonight. So I hope I'm doing justice True, with yes. what I'm what I'm what I'm, what I'm wanting what what I'm wanting to share. You know, and I, I just, it, it seems as though everyone wants, wants a quick, simple fix to everything. And, and sometimes, you know, th this takes a little bit of an effort and it takes a little bit of time to really reflect and, 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 and do some self-inventory and really observe what you're experiencing, what you're demonstrating, and also really what it is that you are being that might not necessarily lead to a, a well-balanced, certainly state of mind, but also physical well-being. That's true. I agree with that. Um, I I have a question. Um, sure. How does a lack of per, lack of spirituality affect a person? Well, you know, every one of us is connected to spirit, and that heightened sense of spirituality certainly gives us a greater sense of who it is that we are, but also how we're so very interconnected with everything, every person, every place, as well as everything in the universe. You know, every, every, everything that's in the cosmos, it's all, it's, that matter exists in every part of our bodies. And when we have a greater understanding of spirituality, 
You know, quite honestly, we're not going to take things for granted. We may not necessarily, you know, we might think twice before we we speak something negative to someone else. We may think twice before we do something to someone else. And when we can recognize certainly what we do to someone else, we we are really doing to ourselves. So that lack of spirituality can at times, you know, cause someone to experience sadness, unfulfillment, and perhaps not really have a sense of fitting in or connection to each other. Oh, okay. That certainly makes a lot of sense. Now I'd like to uh, ask you something which will set you up for the next question I'm going to ask you along the same okay. lines, if I may. Sure. And that is, you know, do you believe that you know, heaven or Summerland or wherever the spirit world is, you know, in the light, it's all positive and fluffy and everything's all cool up there. And then you come down to earth and suddenly you find yourself, oh, my God, I'm, you know, uh, more or less like a classroom, so to speak, because now you're having to actually uh, experience things and learn from the experience. Kind of, does that make sense? My understanding, I, I don't always refer to our earthly experience as a quote-unquote traditional classroom. I believe that we are here to remember all that we already know. I believe all that knowing, it's already part of us. We don't necessarily have to, quote, unquote, typically or traditionally learn something. I believe that we come here so that we can forget who it is that we are, so that we have the joy of remembering. You you see what I mean? Yes, I certainly do. That does make sense. And that's we can always access that through our higher self at times Absolutely. when necessary, I suppose. But oh, um, uh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was just—I was just going to—I was just going to agree with you, David. Very much so. Cool. Now I want to ask a question about somebody that, by coincidence, did live in our neighborhood—not the exact neighborhood, but in a community not too far from where we live—and I met this person. You know, ran into him. One day he was chatting with somebody, <laughs> blocking my way into the coffee shop, and they had to almost move him out of the way. <laughs> and I said, oh, my goodness, I, uh, I know who you are. But, you know, he's seen around quite a bit when he's not working. Uh, so I'll phrase the question this way. Can you shed some light on the recent passing of comedian Robin Williams and your theory on what could have prevented it, that situation? You know, I'm, as you mentioned before, I'm also a trained uh, a, a, a astrologer, although I'm not necessarily traditional in my uh, understandings and the way that I um, offer my services regarding astrology. You know, astrology provides a tremendous amount of information that can give us greater insights that which exist beyond the physical. And when you look at someone's astrological chart, you can – you every – Every facet, every aspect is in that chart somewhere. You just have to know where to look. You know, and certainly whenever I hear of the passing of someone, being who I am, I have to look at their astrology chart to see what possible influences were unfolding that led to that that experience. You know, and one of the first things that was so very clear to me about Robin Williams' chart is his connection to the spirit realm. You know, and many times, and this connects with what I was saying earlier about mental, mental imbalances and, and mental disorders, you know, when we have such a powerful connection to spirit and the spirit realm, certainly we are, we are aware of the very positive, the light, the angels, if you will, but also we connect to some very, very, very dark energies. And again, these imbalances begin at a very, very young age. You know, and if he was, when, when he was very, very young, if he had some unpleasant experiences and began to accumulate dark, heavy energy, you know, those sort of practices of drugs and alcohol it's really the, the entities, the energies that are around an individual that gives them the desire to really feed on those substances because those energies, the entities, really feed off the life force of the individual, and it thrives off of it. And when this 
is allowed to go on for many, many, many years. Certainly the case of Rodney and Williams, it, it, it's, it's quite the extreme. You know, he, he was such a brilliant man. However, I felt he had a tremendous amount of darkness around him. And perhaps he didn't recognize where this darkness was coming from. You know, personally, for myself, I, I, I don't consume any alcohol whatsoever. I mean, in the past, it was a different ex- experience. I mean, when I was younger and I didn't have this understanding, you know, I allowed myself to occasionally have something to drink. However, being who I am and doing what I do right now, it, 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 it's, it's part of my own um, uh, regimen of well-being, not to consume any alcohol, but also any type of substances. I, I do not take any types of medications. You know, whatever I do for myself is very natural and extremely holistic. And, and, and when those interferences, again, are allowed to take place for over a very, very, very long period of time, eventually that dark energy is really what takes us. You know, I had a very close friend um, about three or four years ago, sadly, in a very similar fashion, take his life. You know, and when I first met him, he and I instantly had a very strong connection. And one thing that I always knew about him was that he had a very strong connection to the spiritual realm. He he, and he always discredited that. He he never really uh, could appreciate his own connections with spirit. He was a paranormal investigator, and certainly when you're uh, embarking on those sort of experience. You really need to know to protect yourself and to keep yourself protected. Always ask for protection. He was someone that never did that. And over a lifetime of having these, these experiences, things latched onto him like you cannot imagine. He was classified as, as, as having a bipolar disorder. I completely disagree with that because I could see what was what was attached to him. I remember seeing, sitting with him one night, and it, it, was, it, was, it was before, before he passed, and we, he was at a very, very bad place, and I literally could see something else coming through his face. And I knew that something else had superimposed itself upon him. You know, and this, metaphysically, this is what we understand, really causes someone to take their own life. Because quite honestly, when someone does something like that, they're not of their right mind. I think anyone would agree that they are not of their right mind. And quite honestly, right. there are dark entities that, that, that cause this to happen. That, that makes a lot of sense. Now, before I follow through with a couple other questions about that, Sherelle, I believe, has a question to ask you. Sure. Right. I still wanted to elaborate a little bit on on that and how um, you were able to see the dark entity coming out of your friend. You could see how that he took over. So does that happen a lot? And have you seen that happen a lot? I've only seen that happen one other time. And quite honestly, I, I really don't want to have to see that again. You know, it, it, it's, it, it's not something that I would even ever wish upon someone else. It, it's, it's a very surreal experience. You know, and the manner in which it happened, it was somewhat frightening. And I needed to know Mm -hmm. that I needed to keep myself very calm and very, very protected, you know, so that nothing would latch itself onto me because I believe that the entity around him, I was trying to encourage my friend to really to get better and and, and to overcome the, the dark energy that he was dealing with. And that energy, it did not want me to encourage him. I've had things mm-hmm. come after me. Yeah. I've had I've had entities come after me when I've tried to encourage someone to rise above because that dark energy it does not want light shed upon it. Right. It wants to stay in the dark. Yep. It does. Absolutely. Now, do you do you Ray? Do you think that um, medication negative, negatively affects people with the different disorders? Well, in my opinion, and again, I, I could never tell someone what to do medically. I mean, everyone has to really do what they feel right is for themselves. In my, in my spiritual and metaphysical understanding, I believe it creates more damage. I mean, quite honestly, when a medication has a side effect of suicide, I, that, to me, oh, that's yes. insanity. 
To yes. me, that is insanity. When a medication has not only a side effect of suicide, but 10 to 20 other side effects that can be even more detrimental, that I don't understand. To me, in my opinion and my understanding, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. That that does make sense. I mean, you know, not to make a quip, but uh, I've had experience in the previous career that I had with one facet of it was working with uh, mental people over the years and suicides and so forth. And I, I've found in some cases when somebody has gotten to an area that they're so deep, so dark, that you just want to end it all, that they seem, uh, you know, you can't intervene because you, you're not sure and the person catches you off guard and they're such in a dark place that um, they seem to uh, be incapable of uh, asking for help or for one reason or another and then it just occurs. Do you think that somebody could get in that deep to where they're incapable of asking and just go ahead uh, and commit the act? You know, certainly in the extreme case, yes. You know, as was the case with my friend, as was the case with Robin Williams. You know, when it's when it's too such an extreme, you know, sadly, I, I, I don't know how much intervention there can be. You know, the real key to this is understanding this very, very early on before it's allowed to accumulate for years and years and years and years, you see. You know, and I, I believe that mo the more that we can shed light on these matters, perhaps we could have a greater understanding and maybe maybe even just save one life. Oh, that That's wonderful. So now, now I'm going to swing the door the other way. Uh, okay. We've brought this to people's attention, some of the possibilities of of things that do happen with people, sometimes they may not realize it now. On the lighter side of things, what what tools or what can somebody do to want to change your life in a more positive way? And whether they have to do what spirology, metaphysics, whatever. Well, I, I personally I believe spirituality, and I'm going to emphasize spirituality, not religion is a very important factor in it, you know, and I believe the first step is becoming very, very clear in our minds. And we can do that through the practices of meditation, of yoga. Once we allow our minds to become very, very clear and we allow ourselves to clean away any of the negative interferences, any of the extraneous thoughts, that could interfere with perhaps thoughts that might be our own, once we clear ourselves that way, we can really begin to recognize who it is that we are and also what path that we need to follow so that we might experience the uniqueness of who it is we are and also the uniqueness of why it is that we are here. But that, that comes after we allow ourselves to become very, very, very clear. You know, certainly meditation helps to clear the mind. There are also modalities, healing modalities, that can clear the energy, the aura, if you will, of a person's being, such as Reiki, which is a, a very powerful hands-on healing technique. There are so many different types of healing modalities out there that, you know, I always suggest to really just connect with whatever resonates with you because if something resonates with you, you know, there's a vibration there that you're connecting with that can certainly benefit you, which might not necessarily benefit someone else. So I believe the first step certainly is to welcome spirituality, but also to be very aware, to keep yourself very, very clear, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. That's wonderful. So by having you on the program tonight is one way people can get a start if people are starting to think about turning into a different direction and trying something else. And if they do try that, hey, you don't, it's free. All you have to do is try it. So I'm sure they can get information from your book. And if they want to contact you, would it be through your website, astrologyray.com? Oh, it's actually astrologerray.com. 
Uh, it's my fault. I don't have my glasses okay. on, and the font is small. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. AstrologerRay.com. My apologies. That's well, okay. That's all good. the all, all my contact information is on that website. I also have my forecast information. I have some information about my book. So um, anyone can get a lot of good stuff if they go on there. Can I ask you something? I hear a lot of people sure. saying they have a bad day, they bumped their head or something like that, and I said, What's wrong? You know, they said, "Oh, Mercury is in retrograde." So, when they say that, what are they talking about? Uh, are they blaming yeah. all the all right. planets or what? Well, uh, actually, all the planets go retrograde. Which retrograde means they give the appearance of going backwards in their orbit. However, the planet doesn't actually stop and change the direction. What it has to do is our because every everything is relative. Every in, in the universe, everything is relative to every other thing. And what changes because of the Earth's relative position to that planet going around the sun, it appears as though it's moving backwards in its orbit. Now, everything in the universe is a vibration. The vibration of Mercury, Mercury connects with our minds, with our communication, with our mundane experiences. Three times a year, Mercury will go retrograde, which means it will appear as though it is moving backwards in its orbit. That's a time to go within. It's not necessarily a time to move forward with what it is that we are planning. It's a time for us to go in, to reflect, to review. I always say the RE words, those are the things that we can benefit from during the time of a Mercury retrograde. You see, everything that takes place in the heavens, in the universe, it always gives us experience, or rather, it always gives us opportunities to experience something for ourselves that can lead us to a, a higher place of knowing and a better understanding of ourselves and our lives. You know, sometimes we just, we need to just step back. We need to retract, we need to review, and we need to reflect on where it is that we've been so that we can see where it is that we are going. And typically during a Mercury retrograde period, which we're actually in one right now, that's the best time to do that. However, you know, we may experience traffic jams, there may be um, uh, miscommunications, anything that deals with Mercury, which is cars, telephones, even computers, there could be some difficulties. It's really giving us the opportunity to not necessarily connect with the spirit, with the physical world, but to reflect and connect with the spiritual world, receive guidance, and then once Mercury resumes its regular orbit, we have a greater understanding and we move forward. That makes common sense. And uh, as a psychic and medium and, you know, being in this world myself, researcher and teacher as well, I've had my astrology chart done a few times, and I was shocked, like, wow, this is truly amazing. They could not have known that. You know, they used all their charts and everything. And mm -hmm. so how would uh, you do you doing a chart for somebody, whether it be a quick one or intensive chart, depends on their needs, uh, help that person? Would it help answer some questions and get them back on the path of their life or... It, it, it certainly can answer a lot of questions that really, whenever, we, like I said before, whenever we look at a chart, we're really looking beyond the, what's beyond the physical. We look to beyond what's there. We also, we're looking at what's beyond the common and traditional knowing. We certainly see many alternatives in an astrological chart. You know, I'll give you just, I'll, I'll give you just an example. You know, many times someone would come to me regard, with concerns about their career and their profession. You know, they, they may be talking about that they're in one profession. And when we look at the chart, we can really see an individual's strengths and their potentials. And once I be, you know, would be, we begin to talk about that, you know, I, many times I notice that the, the individual will say, oh, yeah, that's really what I love to do, but I don't believe that I, I can do that for a living. You know, and I always emphasize to recognize what it is that you love to do. And that's really what we will connect with. We certainly could connect with what a person's path is, what really where their potentials lie. However, something that I'm always emphasizing with the client is that no matter what I say, I, the client has the free will. You know, we're really here to inspire 
And, and so many times when we connect with certain things, they, they are things that a client already knows, but they're discrediting. They're feeling that they, they for whatever reason, you know, it, it's not something that they could achieve with them themselves. So by doing what it is that we do, especially when, we, when you don't know someone and you're bringing these things up that they already know and that they need to recognize, it's also to validate for the client that, you know what, you are connecting with something. You're connecting with the possibility of a path that you need to follow that could certainly be the chosen path of why it is that you came into this embodiment. Well, that's that's great, and it works for me because I've you know, had my charts done, and I've done my best to follow them because they were, uh, you know, like they were reading my mind, like, yeah, this is totally me. Sure. So, Sherelle, did you have any questions before we take a, a caller or two? Yes, I did. I um, was listening to um, how you were talking about, the, you know, the, we were talking about the lack of spirituality and how that affects the person and how we are all connected in so many different levels. And then I I realized that when you were talking about, you know, getting in, in contact with ourselves and um, finally understanding with what retrograde really means, and the first thing that came to my mind was to you know, shelter in place and nest and stuff like that. So it's going back to healing and taking care of ourselves. And then that way, when it's time to come out, then we'll be able to come out and see other, you know, be a positive force for every, for other people because we have to take care of ourselves first. And we certainly come out of those experiences with, with a greater sense of clarity. You know, sometimes we do, we need to go within, we need to reflect, we need to review, we need to, go over some of the experiences that we have to gain greater clarity. And once we come out of it, then, yes, we do have a greater sense of clarity, and we're allowed to move forward with even greater ease. That's that's great. Well, Sherelle, you sure answered that one, right? I mean, you know, we all have different perspectives on life, so I guess our questions would be different. And speaking about questions, are you ready to... Uh, Take a listener's call, Ray. Sure, why not? Is there anything you need to uh, to know about them when they do call in, or um, if they could just share with me their birthday and be very clear with what they would like to ask me? All right. Okay, let's start off with one caller, area code five six one. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, Hello. How are you? Hi. Fine. How are you doing? I'm okay. Welcome to the show. Lisa from Florida. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa from Florida. Welcome to the show. Did you have a question today for Ray? Yes, I wanted to ask Ray um, about work coming up for me. I've been out of work for a while. Okay, Lisa, can I have your birth date, please? It's March 7th, 1962. Okay. Uh, has it been a few years that you've been out of work, Lisa? Uh, yeah, it's been on and off. I've been, you know, finding work, and then it hasn't stuck. Nothing secure for years. All right, yeah, can I do years. All right. What I what I sense is I'm not necessarily feeling anything permanent right now, but I, 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 I'm going to suggest to try not to see that as a bad thing. For some reason, I'm feeling you need to have different experiences right now. I don't feel a lack of work as well. I want to emphasize that. I don't feel a lack of mm-hmm. work. I do mm-hmm. feel you need to try different things right now. I'm, I'm, I, and I'm going to suggest to really pay attention with what, whatever it is that you are connecting with that feels really, really right for you regarding an employment. I'm almost feeling that perhaps you may may not necessarily have connected with whatever might be your heart's desire in terms of your work in the past. And I feel as though in these last few years, you are being given opportunities to recognize different aspects of yourself so that you can really see and feel what works very, very well for you. So, you know, right now you may just do temporary things, but and, and if you can be comfortable with knowing that that's okay, I would suggest to allow yourself to do that. I do feel 
as you go through next year, it may not may not necessarily be till uh, you come out of the winter time and into the spring where there's a greater sense of clarity with what path you want to follow. Because once you have that clarity, Lisa, then you can find something very, very quickly. You, you see what I mean? I'm going to suggest for you to just, like I said, recognize and pay attention with what you connect with, what, what, what feels good for you, what feel, really feels right for you in, in terms of your career. Have you been able to connect with anything like that as of yet, Lisa? Well, I am in school. I am pursuing a degree, so uh, that's probably why you said by spring. I mean, I won't be okay. finished with the program. I won't be finished. I am doing an internship right now. I work for two different sites, but um, I don't know okay. if I would get any work at either one of them. That probably right. will end around the spring, what you just All right. said. Try not to, right now, I'm going to suggest try not to discredit anything. Let yourself mm-hmm. experience. You see what I mean? And I also yeah. feel that the temporary stuff is actually working in your favor. You know, sometimes we don't recognize that. Sometimes we need to have temporary experiences temporarily so that we can mm, have right. different experiences and get a greater sense of knowing what direction we need to take. And I feel like in these last few years, this is this is the experience that you're having. So be gentle with yourself and really, really trust, Lisa, that you know what? You are discovering the path that you need to be on. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you. I hope that yeah. helps. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much for calling into the show. Thank you, Lisa. Well, Ray, that was that was excellent. You know, I didn't want. I just let my guests do what they have to do. But you know, being a psychic myself, well, when you sure. were talking to her, I was seeing the exact things and time frame that you said. Right on the button. That was very good. I'm impressed. Well, so, I hope uh, that that's well. I hope that that's inspiring her to keep doing what she needs to be doing. You know, and that's another thing. You know, we do this to really inspire someone to stay on the path to let them know that you know what you you are on track, and to also recognize and to not discredit what what spirit might be showing them and what they need to know. That'd be true. I um I was a little selfish. Years ago, I I was at a job and I was working and I decided I wanted to work full time, so I was working full time and then we were laid off that job. And so when you were talking to Lisa, I was thinking, you know, she said she was doing a little intern and she was in school and stuff. And so maybe right now that's really what she needs so she can have the flexibility to have the classes. And I was like, that was that's that's right on. We don't think that because maybe it's not like a huge sum of money or something like that, but that's what we need to make it through, you know, to get to the next level. So I really, I thought it was a wonderful reading, wonderful reading. Absolutely. Ray, you're a teacher. You're a teacher, Ray. (laughs) And intuitive, (laughs) too. Thank you. Thank you. With that, we take another caller. Okay. Let's take another caller. Area code... 562, area code 562, you're on the air, Beyond the Gate Radio. Hello. Hi, this is Rondrea. Hi, Rondrea. Um, Do you have a question for Ray today? Yes. Um, I want to know, when am I going to have a child? A child? Okay, first of all, let's, let's get your birth date, too. Okay, August 14th, 1984. Okay. Um, let me, have you had a pregnancy already? Um, pregnant two times. I had two abortions at a very young age. All right. You had two? All right. There's yeah. the, the third one is going to be the child that's going to embody. Certainly know that those energies are very, very much with you. Um, I, I'm just trying to feel a time frame here. You know, it may Maybe for another year. You know, let me ask you something. Are are you in a place where, or first of all, is it something you want to have right now? Yes. All right. I'm going to suggest to just reflect to see if you're actually in a place that would be really good to bring the child into the world. You, you, do you know what I mean by that? Yes. Meaning your surroundings, the environment that you're in. I would suggest first taking care of that. Make sure that you're in a place where you can welcome a child and give it as much love as it needs. I don't feel that you would not have a child. I want to add that as well. 
I feel it's going to need a little bit of time because I feel that you need to do some house clearing first to prepare for the child. I would suggest make that a goal for yourself, all right? And I do feel that as you go through maybe summer, fall of next year is when I feel the possibility of a conception. However, first, I'm going to strongly suggest get your life in order and get your life very, very clear. Are you doing this? Are you wanting to do this on your own? No, not on my own, no. <laughs> okay, then. All right, then. No, what I was going to say was if you if you were, I didn't feel that you were, would not be able to handle it. Can you recognize with what I'm saying? Perhaps you need to get some things in order first. Yes. All right. Let that be your first priority, and also trust that that the energy of that baby is going to come to you, and that's what also will help bring it to physical form. And first, make sure you have a beautiful home where you can give it as much love as you possibly can. Okay. All right. Make that your priority, and then watch what happens. Okay, great. All right. Be well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank, you. Thank you so much for calling in. Again, another amazing reading and, you know, the same time frame. And some of the things, you know, we don't all seem exactly the same, but I, again, 100% agree with what you said. Uh, That is really good. You know, people come here for a little help. And, uh, I, you know, like you said, if you just help one person, that's good. But you help many people. And I'm, I know, Ray, that you're helping people that perhaps didn't call in and they're listening to what you're saying, and that's got to help them in some way as well. Don't you feel that? You know, and, and that's something, I, you know, I say to myself, I, I have no idea who hears my voice. I have no idea who reads my words. I have no idea who reads my book. However, I trust that whoever does, in some way, they will have find something, even if it's just a word, a, 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 a sentence, a paragraph, something that will help them to really get to that next place. And that's something that I trust because I we really don't know who we who we help. We really don't know how many people that we connect with. And quite honestly, as long as we can trust that it doesn't matter how many that we are generating love and, and positive energy, it's certainly going to radiate out through all of humanity. Yes, it definitely will. You get the ball of energy rolling with all the you know, brilliant knowledge in it and all that energy. Once it gets rolling, it keeps going. And That's the words you say are wise and in the light, and it's going to make it brighter and brighter. I like that. Absolutely. And Absolutely. It's infectious. I am. You know, it's, it's kind of like an infectious laugh. The, the more that we can keep ourselves. I always say, I always say you know, it's stay, in a, it, it, stay in the light and always in a place of love. Because quite honestly, that's certainly in, in wherever we go, whatever we do, that will absolutely radiate out to other people. There are some that might not even like it, but that's okay. <laughs> that's, that, that's their choice. Right. As you manifest what you create by choice, and you can choose another choice if one's not working for you or if you don't feel about it, go in another direction. You know, as long as we don't give up and try to go to a higher plane in, you know, the positive sense of the word, I think that works. It's always worked for me. Absolutely. You know, and as long as we continue generating positive energy, it's only going to come back to us because whatever we send out certainly returns to us, and it returns to us 100-fold. The more positive energy that we can generate to others, certainly that is what's absolutely going to come back to us, especially when we can recognize how in, in, in every – if I, I think it's in, in the, third, the third chapter of my book, I make a statement that says if we would – would recognize and acknowledge every thought we had in every moment of every day, we could see exactly how we create our realities. That's good. So, everybody, if you're really interested, go to his website or check out 12 Dimensions to the Human Potential. Uh, Sherelle, do we have time for one more caller? We do. We do. Um, Let's get... um the next caller, it's area code 786, 
Area code 786, hello, you are on the line. Hello. I'm so sorry about the noise in the background. I apologize. Oh, it's okay. Um, Who are we speaking with tonight? Samantha. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to the show. And do you have a question? Yeah, I'm sorry. My name is Samantha, like the the witch on you. Samantha. (laughs) Wonderful. Hi, Samantha. (laughs) Welcome to the show. (laughs) Welcome, yes. And may we have your date of birth and question, please? Yes, March 21st, 1988. And I wanted to know if you see a positive, healthy, um, committed relationship coming in or a possible candidate. I see a possibility for it. You know, first I'm going to suggest to, is, is, is there anyone from your past that's still hanging around you in some way? Um, not that right. I know of. All right, I've I... slowly been trying to cut all the people or all the the guys that I've, you know, associated okay. myself with. I've that, been cutting that... them off. All right. Also, let me just suggest to be careful to not let someone come back from your past. All right, because I feel that, that there's a possibility there that I would suggest to be caution of, cautious of. Also, I'm going to suggest to completely emotionally cut, sever any ties, connections you've had with anyone in the past. I, what, what it feels like to me is that you have three past relationships that are still very much connected to you. And many times these are etheric connections that I'm talking about. You know, many times we don't recognize that when a relationship ends in physical forms, we need to cut etheric connections because those connections are still very much intact sometimes, and sometimes it prevents us from having another experience with a, with another person. I would suggest for you to just kind of to, to clear those connections, but also be very careful. Somebody, I feel like someone's going to try to come back into your life. I would suggest to not allow it to happen. And I will add that, I'm feeling someone can actually come into your life very, very soon. And this is why you have to actually be really aware of this. You have to be very, very aware that there's nothing lingering from the past, especially where you are right now with this, because I'm feeling maybe as you go through this holiday season, you, you someone very significant could come into your life. Okay. All right. And now that you say that, I actually remember my best friend, actually saying that she ran into an ex of mine and he was talking to her and I guess wanted to reconnect, but I was telling her I'm not interested. Maybe that could could be it. You know, that's actually a really good example, and anybody that's listening, you know, should should be aware of this because when someone does begin to talk about us with other people, it's reestablishing a connection. However, whether or not we're aware of that happening, we can certainly prevent the connection from being established. We just have to do it within ourselves and just say, you know what, I'm done, and really, really know and really mean that and allow yourself to move forward so that, you know, you certainly can welcome who is going to come into your life. And like I said, be aware of what's going on as you go through this holiday season because I do feel that there's an opportunity there for you to be aware of. Okay. Well, All right. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Samantha. Thank you so much. Be well. Thank you. See you as well. Have a good night. All right. That was another amazing reading. A lot of wisdom there. And, yes, you did make connection. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you because you you can tell I'm lying. That's for sure. <laughs> but <laughs> be, being in a, this realm of spirituality and metaphysics and so forth, you know, I'm a human being too, and sometimes well, I have a, I guess a logical part of my brain, you know, and a spiritual part of my brain. You know, it's natural, but you know, sometimes I uh, want to make a decision, and we were driving in some traffic under freeway overpass of certain lanes, and the crowded lane said it'll take me where I want to go, one that wasn't crowded, you know. I, it would have been a little bit longer, but I would have got through faster and would eventually have to get over. And I was telling it to my wife, and I, you know, my first feeling was to go 
to that empty lane on the other side, and I can get through. Mm. And then I argued with this, said, no, no, I think I'll stay here. It'll be okay. And, well, if I went that way, it would have made light and been on time to my destination. But since I argued with my first thought and feeling, I missed the light. And then I was stuck in some traffic. Then I finally got through. I mean, what do you think about that, you know, when people do those things and what it means? I think, you know what, we always need to, to recognize and acknowledge our instincts. And I will give you a great example. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I needed to travel to a private event that I was doing in someone's home. And I have my assistant who comes with me who drives me to our events. And the travel time was just over an hour. So before we, we were scheduled to leave from, from, from my place at, at 12 o'clock, and for some reason, a couple of hours before, no, I'm sorry, we were, yeah, we were scheduled to leave at 12 o'clock. And for some reason, I went and I checked the traffic and everything was fine. And something just inside of me said, you know what, I think we need to leave 15 minutes sooner. There was really no reason for it. And I called her up. I said, you know, do you mind if we leave 15 minutes sooner? And, you know, she, 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 she knows to agree with me when, when I have these feelings. And, you know, we're, 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 I, I had to um, go from New Jersey over the George Washington Bridge into, into into New York City. And wouldn't you know it, just as we crossed the George Washington Bridge, we were in the, in, in the left lane. In the middle lane, I heard a car screech, slam on its brakes, and ram into the car in front of it. And I said to my sister, I said, you know what, that's why we had to leave 15 minutes earlier. Because if mm -hmm. we left 15 minutes later, the traffic would have been backed up for 100 miles. So, you know, I, I think it's very important for us to always pay attention and acknowledge when we have those instinctual feelings. I totally agree. Experience it over and over again. And another funny thing is that one time we were leaving for something, uh, some destination, and then oh, I forgot my cell phone in the house, so stopped, back, back in the driveway, delayed it, went and grabbed it, and then took off. And on the freeway, if we had left exactly on time and I didn't go back for the cell phone, there was a real nasty accident there that I'm almost 100% sure we would have been involved in if I hadn't there you go. forgotten my cell phone. There's got to be a reason that those things happen too, right? Uh, you know, spirit is always looking out for us. Spirit will always, you know, spirit will, will never interfere with our free will. However, they will always give us the opportunity to recognize when we're miscreating an experience and when we need to avoid something that we might be indirectly setting in motion. That's totally true. So we can choose to pay attention to it or not. Now, anybody that's interested in our guest tonight, that's astrologerray.com. That's www.astrologerray.com. If you'd like to follow him on Twitter, it's at psychicray, at psychicray. And his book is 12 Dimensions to the Human Potential. Before I ask Sheryl if she has any more questions, is there anything else you'd like to say or add or announce, Ray? You know, every once in a while when, when, when it's a little bit silent, I keep hearing someone in a British voice say the word Emily. Does that connect with either one of you in some way? Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. Do you, know? you want me to answer it or not? Yes, hey, please, please do, because I, I keep wondering why I'm okay. hearing this. A uh, fellow friend and medium from England who now resides in Australia uh, stayed with us a few a few times as because we I did some uh expos and so she was one of the speakers with me or she worked my booth. Oh, okay. Are you are, then certainly know that there's more to come from this experience as well with this individual because you need to be aware of what's coming with this with this experience. Okay. Okay, hopefully it's positive. <laughs> it it it's hey, well, we're it only looking feels, for positive. It only it's it feels good. positive. So positive. very good. Well, that confirms it. Well, <laughs> Ray, that's very good. I didn't expect to get a reading from you, but everything you did is awesome. I'd like to have you on it's, again. I mean, you're really good, very interested and knowledgeable. Thank you, David. Thank you for having me tonight. Okay, it's time to go. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Beyond the Gate Radio. And tonight you're listening to our wonderful guest, Ray Setti. And 
I'm the host, David, and Sherelle is a co-host. Hope everybody has a wonderful weekend and week. We wish you well. Sherelle, good night. Ray, good night. Good night, Ray, David. Good night. good night, Sherelle. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thank you.